Hi guys, welcome to the first ever mini-sode on the Whisper Room. It's great to be back, um, it's been a week and unfortunately today it will be a different setting because it will just be me hosting and I wouldn't be having any guests over. And the reason is because um, the episode that I had planned for this week had to be postponed due to one of the guests um, being unwell. So we didn't want to um, have any possibility of any like spreading it doesn't have covid but i mean any illness is still an illness so we decided to postpone it um for the safety of everybody yes okay so this week's episode is going to be different i will just be talking about certain small stories that have kind of grabbed my attention during the past week or so to share with you guys how i feel about it and also to open up the space so that you guys can reach out to me and share with me how you guys feel as well Okay, so very obviously, the one of the biggest cases, right, um, or the biggest stories this week was the River Valley High School stabbing case. So basically, um, I'm pretty sure all of you know about it, but if anyone needs a refresher, basically a 16-year-old boy was charged this Tuesday with the murder of a 13-year-old fellow student at River Valley High School on Monday. So it's already like the beginning of the week and like it was so chaotic already. Um, the details was that the secondary 4 student was actually accused of causing the death of a secondary 1 boy and do they, they do not know each other, okay? At a toilet on level 4 of Block D of River Valley High School between 11.16am to 11.44am. So approximately like 30 minutes. Yeah. And the police actually said in a statement that an X was seized as a case exhibit as part of their investigations into the case. So an X was the murder weapon. I do not want to talk too much about um, the case in details because um, firstly, I do not know much. And secondly, out of respect for the parents of the deceased, um, we, I do not want to speculate as much. However, I did want to bring into consideration that in 2019, the police actually attended to an incident of the, an attempted suicide in, involving the um, 16-year-old boy. So at that time, in 2019, he was 14 years old. So he was actually um, admitted to IMH, the Institute of Mental Health, for an attempted suicide. And I think... Um, something that actually stood out to me while reading this case was that the parents of the accused did not actually turn up to court. They assigned a lawyer to him, but they weren't there um, during the hearing. And I think when I was reading this um, case, the first thing that stood out to me was obviously shock because you know, in one month, there's been like three murder cases in Singapore. One at Amokyo, if I'm not wrong, and the other at Pongo, and then now it's in a school. And I, I, I was shocked because to me, and I think for most of us, right, school is a safe place for us. Yes, there's drama and yes, sometimes there's fighting or you get associated with the wrong um, groups of influence. But in general, like, um, that is very, I, I would say that is part of your childhood, I guess. It's like an initiation, right? <laughs> a rite of passage to you growing up. You know, your teenage years are always difficult. So I didn't expect a murder to be happening in school and what more of a fellow student. Yeah, and uh, I think it was scary for me because I have a younger brother and he is in secondary school. So it, was, it hit really close to home because you never would have thought that school is a dangerous place. Um, I mean, compared to like other countries like the US, for example, like with school shootings, like 
I think Singaporeans are very complacent. We do not think that this kind of things will happen in Singapore. But unfortunately, um, you know, we just because we are a smaller country and that we do not have like certain laws like such as gun laws and stuff like that, um, we still have individuals who suffer um mentally as well. I'm not saying that I'm defending the accused. Definitely I'm not, but um there are certain factors that play into that has to play into consideration, right? And especially considering that he's a minor, he's below 18 years old. So he's definitely not not fully developed like intellectually and yeah, like he's not an adult, you know? And when I heard about this, it was just more of like, wow, like whenever my brother comes home from school, like my worry is always um outside of school like when he comes home is he safe would people accidentally like kidnap him like it's super um it's not super unrealistic but it's definitely not as possible in singapore but that is still a worry but my worry was never what's happening in school you know the worry in school would be like oh is my brother getting bullied um is he hanging out with the wrong crowd is he paying attention in school it's never will someone just come to my brother and attack him you know so I think definitely that shocked the entire nation because we did not see this coming. I mean, no one sees a murder coming, but I think in this situation, it was definitely even more, um, it, really, it was really shocking like, and it threw us all off our, our, our feet. Yeah. And I think also like, I feel really sorry for the parents involved for both um, the parents of the victim and the parents of the accused. Yeah, for the victim, I mean, it's, self-explanatory and i do not want to comment too much on it to give respect to them as well but for the accused like i cannot even start to imagine how the accused parents like feel because that is their child and their child has done something like it or not it's atrocious it's horrible and it's sad and it's scary like no parent ever brings up their child thinking that their child would be doing something like this so i definitely feel a lot of sympathy for for the parents involved um yeah that, that's just what i wanted to say for the parents side but i think apart from that also it shed a lot of light on how mental health is actually really very important and especially like in a country like singapore right um i think the government needs to do more in not making it look like mental health is a taboo like just because um it's not um I wouldn't say it's not even normal because I think everyone kind of struggles a little bit mentally and emotionally because we live in a stressful situation and in a stressful society, like, that is unavoidable. Like, everyone has a little bit of anxiety. Everyone's, you know, going through stress. Everyone is stressed regardless of how old or how young you are. And the more that the government tries to kind of not pay attention to it, the more that... Singaporeans kind of struggle to even accept that they might be struggling with something that is not physical in a sense, you know? Like take for example this case, right? Like immediately after um the murder happened, the next day or something, the kids are going back to school. Like these are children, they are definitely traumatized. Like even if they don't seem traumatized, it does not mean that it did not affect them at some point in their in their mind, you know? Like you don't know whether it's gonna emerge like a few years later or is it something that they have kind of stored away at the back of their minds because that is their coping mechanisms. Like you do not know that. I feel like the government could have done even more to provide support to the students and to the teachers as well because like it's it's something that was so unexpected you know 
that I feel like more attention should be brought to the kids and the students in the school as well as the staff. Yeah. And and also what about the reporters filming the students? Like I saw on uh, the news, like reporters were just filming the students and you know, like the kids, like even though they blurred out the faces, you can tell that they are scared, they are overwhelmed. You know, they're like walking hurriedly away from the school gate and like to their parents or to the bus stop. And at one ha- on one hand, I understand that reporters are competitive because the media industry is very competitive. So like whoever gets the like um money shot, you know, uh definitely will have their their uh what what was what's that called their like story yeah their story like published on the front page and you know everyone kind of wants to be successful in their career but at the same time i really hope that reporters would learn to develop some empathy as well i mean at the end of the day this is a sensitive situation it's a mother case regardless of whether it's in a school or in a kopitiam or like in prison or whatever like regardless of where it is i think empathy should be exercised regardless and take in mind especially so that the victims are students of the school they are what 12 to 18 years of age like many of them haven't even gone through puberty yet like half of them haven't gone through puberty yet, you know what I mean? Like, at the age of 15, then you kind of start developing, like, at least that's for me. So, they're still so young, and then, like, you're shoving cameras at them, and, like, clicking away, and, like, just kind of, like, monitoring or not and observing them after such a big thing happened at school, and it's never, like, a good thing to celebrate. It's not like, oh, someone won an award or this kind of thing. You know, it's something that's tragic. It's a tragic event that happened, and I think that the reporters should find a balance between you know, getting the money shot and also respecting the space of the victims. Yeah, we are, they are so young. We should be protecting them instead of blasting them online and making it like a, like a story, you know. Also, if you can hear like um, the, the, the cast and everything, I really apologize. Yeah, okay. So let me continue. Okay, so, so that's what I feel about the River Valley High School case. And I know a lot of my friends and a lot of people online have also expressed like um upset, like their, their upsetness at like the entire situation, how the reporters handled it and how the government actually handled um the the students coming back to school. Like uh, many of them feel like the students should have given home-based learning instead for a few days, you know, let them just be in their own space where they are safe at home and they feel supported by families and all that kind of stuff instead of returning back to the same scene where such a situation happened. But yeah, um, if anyone else has anything to say about that, please like reply to my um, Instagram, DM me or whatever ways you guys want to reach out to me. I would totally appreciate it. Yeah, I'm here to learn as well. Okay, the next thing I want to talk about is definitely the KTV cluster. So I think this is an entire episode that can be like talked about with a guest. But I just wanted to 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 just share a little bit on how I feel. So like, I'm not going to focus more on like the cases or like how it even happened in the first place. But like about fake news. So because the KTV cluster definitely kind of shocked us all out of our system. Because firstly, we didn't expect that this would happen like we didn't know okay maybe some of us knew but i think for most part we didn't know that these illegal activities were happening in singapore and especially during the covid like covid era i would say but because of that there has been a lot of fake news circulating like um i have a few friends telling me that they have seen videos 
um, circulating in WhatsApp and like other platform of like naked girls dancing in a KTV lounge ar- like um, around a pole or like you know just like kind of um, participating in explicit acts with like customers. I mean, I first heard of it, I was quite shocked because I did not think that that would be happening in Singapore. But after asking around, I realized that those clips are actually from Thailand and China. Like, um, I mean, Thailand is known as the red light district, right? So definitely um, the lounges and like the, the clubs are way more intense than Singapore. Singapore does have quite a few um, boundaries, not boundaries, restrictions, guidelines. Yeah. And in China as well, like the KTV lounges are quite intense. Like you have girls like being naked, walking around the room, hostessing and like interacting with customers and clients. But that is not in Singapore. Like I'm not sure if that actually happens in Singapore, but I know that the clips that I have heard of weren't from Singapore. And I think that when we kind of indulge in this fake news, it kind of makes the whole situation even worse. I'm not saying that the situation isn't bad. It's definitely bad. And the people who were involved were definitely irresponsible and they should be answering to authorities. But that video is not related to the KTV cluster. So that was just what I wanted to come across. The same thing with the fishery pot. So there's this image of this young girl as a fishmonger like circulating around. Um, in like um whatsapp groups like i'm not in those whatsapp groups but like i have like older people in those whatsapp groups i have like uh parents uncles like uh family friends like they are all talking about it and basically there's this image of this young girl right and she's and she's quite pretty she looks like a model and people were saying in the in the image like oh she's one of the hostesses at the, at the ktv and that that's why it's spread to the pot because she hostess at uh at the ktv and then in the morning she goes to the pot okay firstly that's not what happened because i'm i'm sure that i, I think it's stated right that the fishery pot and the ktv cluster is linked but the girl is a taiwanese girl in taiwan yeah who helps her mom um at her fish store and she actually got famous because she's i mean she's young and she's pretty and and she's working at a fishery port which is a uh, not fishery port sorry at a, at a at a market which is like unlikely right like you wouldn't expect like a young girl to be at a fish market um like that's the stereotype and um her name is actually liu ping ping peng peng i'm so sorry ping you yeah, she's actually a Taiwanese model who works part-time at her mom's store to help out. And yeah, that image was just like circulating in WhatsApp group saying that she's a hostess and um, she's the reason why it kind of spread to the KTV, uh, to the fishery pot. That is so not true. I'm not sure if my listeners are aware of this fake news spreading around. Maybe because you are not in those WhatsApp groups, you know. I feel like older people kind of tend to circulate this kind of news um but i just want to let you guys know in case you have heard of something like this um that's not true please do not speculate as much ultimately the government and like proper platforms are the areas and the sources that you should gather your information from yeah apart from that you can only take it with a grain of salt and i'm telling you now that if you see this image of a very pretty girl She's not a hostess <laughs> and in Singapore. She's a Taiwanese girl who rose to fame because of her looks and um, her, her job. So yeah, 
So that was just, yeah, I wanted to just share that because I think that is really damaging um, to the community, especially with fake news just circulating around during this trying time. I understand that everyone's upset about the KTV cluster and honestly, so am I. I'm definitely upset. I work part-time as a waitress in the F&B industry and I definitely feel the pinch and I definitely understand like why everyone's so upset, like even beyond um, as ordinary individuals, like people who work in the F&B industry, they're definitely suffering a lot and my heart really goes out to them. And I definitely want to do an episode on that. So let me know if you guys are interested. But yeah, um, I understand that, you know, it's tough. And the KTV thing is really just a shit lah. Like, we were so close. Yeah, we were really, really so close. But um, I think do not be disheartened because we will go back there again. Like, we will go back to where we were progressing, hopefully, soon on August 18th. So yeah, have heart. Okay, the last story that I wanted to talk about today was the Australian man being arrested for trying to escape quarantine. It's so funny. I got a shock. I didn't even know this was happening until my boyfriend actually told me about it. And I was so confused. I was like, wait, what do you mean escape from a hotel room? I thought that um, it was an Australian man in Singapore, but it's not. It's an Australian man in Australia trying to escape quarantine. So he basically tied bed sheets out of the Riverview Hotel to escape. And firstly, it's so dangerous. Secondly, like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Like, is it really that hard to stay in the hotel, to quarantine yourself, to prevent community infections? Like, I just really am so confused with the entire situation lah. And I'm just gonna name him, okay? Because he deserves to be named. He's called Travis J. Miles. And I think when I was reading about it, like, I had a lot of different opinions and a lot of comments on, like, the websites that I was reading it on. Like, some people found it funny. Some people were like, wow, like, this guy is so brave. Like, um, he took one for the team. Like, he did that. Like, so unimaginable that someone can use, like, bed sheets to, like, climb out. But he did. And, like, some people were upset and totally said that he should be, like, um, punished for such reckless behavior because it is reckless, right? Like, why are you escaping out of a quarantine order and like obviously there are people also who were angry and upset because it's not just about him and his safety and his reckless behavior but um when he does that and what if he's actually positive he runs the risk of exposing the community to covid infections and infects others and pushes back the country's progress and i think australia has been pretty good at keeping the covid infections really low so I definitely understand the upset and I really hope that Singaporeans who read this won't follow in his footsteps and would even more so try to be responsible and to stay in during quarantine or like stay home notice or whatsoever kind of notice that you have to just be, you know, steps like at home, like, you know. So yeah, I, I was just confused. I was a bit amused, definitely. Mm, and I think for me, I don't find it funny, like, it's funny reading it, but I think in the bigger picture, I would definitely be one of those people who would be upset because you are not only being reckless to yourself and your safety, but you are being reckless to your whole like country and your community. Like one person can infect so many other people, you have no idea. And where where is he going to go? Like is he going to a bar? Like that's even worse. Like you're spreading it to so many people. But thank God he is negative. And um, so yeah, they found him like eight hours later. So that's a good thing, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, today's 
um, Miniso is a bit messy, I would say, because I'm jumping from stories to stories. But I just wanted to pop in and stick to my weekly schedule ba- because I'm an anxious person and I need to kind of have a schedule to stick to. So I really wanted to still post content out even though I don't have a guest today. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this mini episode on The Whisper Room. And... um. Hopefully next week or something, I'll be able to get a guest on board where we can talk about um, more topics. Some of you have actually reached out to me, which I'm super grateful for, to tell me what kind of topics that you guys would like to hear. So rest assured that I've heard you guys and I have received the feedback and I'll continue trying to improve myself as well as the podcast to make this a better listening experience to you guys. So stay tuned for next week and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye! Oh, by the way, you guys can reach me on my social which is Instagram at rich.sophia Sophia is the S-O-F-I-A and yeah, I'll see you bye for real now bye